You're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg, WHMP. And we welcome to our show Julian Duclos, who is now the permanent executive director of the Downtown Northampton Association. She was the interim uh, after uh, Amy K. Lane left to become the uh, economic director in Greenfield. That was quite some months ago. Uh, Jillian has been with the Downtown Northampton Association for quite some time. And we are very excited to have her with us today because I want to know what the Downtown Northampton Association is doing. And then I have some very specific questions for you about what the DNA, as it's called, is doing with regard to the new plan for Main Street and some other issues. But first, the DNA. For those of our listeners who don't know, what is it? So the DNA uh, works really hard in downtown to help uplift uh, small businesses. You know, a lot of small businesses, they really are the drivers of our communities, um, creating that microcosm, you know, where your kids go and they have their first job or where you find your community. And they don't have a lot of support. You know, they spend a lot of time supporting what we do and what our communities do and the downtown Northampton Association just really serves as their safety net. You know, we work really hard to make sure that they can come to us uh, and get the resources they need to be successful and to be the entrepreneurs that they need to be uh, to live and grow and, and do their thing. So I really love what I do and I really love being a part of the downtown Northampton Association. So tell us this. Um, Downtown Northampton is about to undergo a significant change. Um, there are those who are still critical of the changes that are coming. Uh, what has the DNA done? What is it doing to try to make this change in downtown Northampton a success? You know, I think that this is really um, on the forefront of everybody's minds. And the DNA, you know, we're really working to have our finger on the pulse especially listening to businesses and talking to them about what they are going to need during this downtown redesign process. I mean, it's really easy to be on the outside and decide what is going to work for businesses on the day-to-day -day or in the long run to make sure that they can survive and they'll be successful. But we at the DNA really think that that's a process that should be driven by businesses. I mean, they, you know, looking at COVID, I work for a restaurant in covid uh, things were changing every day, and I really wish that I had had more of a community during that time to connect with other businesses about what they were doing, what was working, what wasn't working. So the DNA is really trying to build a community among businesses for resource sharing, to um, have those connections with one another. So we're doing a, a downtown business owner series meeting uh, we do that once a month, the second Thursday of every month at 10 a.m. at the Hotel Northampton. And this is just the beginning phase of really bringing those folks together to talk about some of the issues that are really at, at their front of mind, including the downtown redesign. So the DNA can get a sense of what they might need so that we can work with our partners, such as the city and the Chamber of Commerce, to make sure that those needs are being heard and that we're addressing them. And aside from that, we're also, um, we have teamed up with the city and the chamber to um, create what we're calling um, the mitigation committee. But there is a, I think it's a poll out there that the city put out to help name our efforts. 
Um, but what we're really doing is we're meeting um, every few months now um, and probably more frequently as we get closer to the downtown redesign to come together and work with our resources and figure out what we can do, you know, to look at other communities and what they did through their downtown redesign to help with mitigation, to see what grants are out there to help, you know, um, with messaging and marketing plans. You know, what are we going to do? And I think that that's really important that all the big leaders in the city are coming together to work together to address it, to let downtown businesses know that they are front of mind. And that is really important to us and that they survive through this time because after the downtown redesign happens, I really do think there'll be a really great environment to thrive and grow. Well, that said, I mean, I think you put your finger on a crucial piece of this puzzle, which is that at the other end, there's going to be an amazing downtown. Even those who are critical of it are going to tell you it's going to be an amazing downtown. Um, but you got to get from here to there. And if you're a business owner on Main Street in Northampton and the sidewalk in front of your business has been chopped up and it's not at all self-evident how one gets from the street to your business, that really has to hurt economically, particularly for those businesses that are dependent on walk-in customers. Uh, they're not, a lot of businesses here in, on Main Street are not businesses that are uh, necessarily uh, uh, destinations, but there are places that people go where they have the impulse and they see something amazing in the winter window and they want to go in. So you can't stop the sidewalk from being, uh, uh, well, how to put this, it's going to be destroyed. Well, it's going to be uh, uh, somehow uh, turned into something very different and it's going to take some time. How do you, as a practical matter, solve that problem? So we've talked a lot about this and I think construction from what I can tell or, you know, what has come across my desk is going to be done in phases. Um, but aside from that, I think we have to get creative around how we are going to get people in those doors. I mean, I was in this parking lot right behind uh, the radio station and going in the back door of Thorns and just realizing that there are probably a ton of back doors that maybe we can open up, work with business leaders, you know, give people a different direction, you know, follow the yellow brick road. My son loves to do that at the Forbes Library, but come up with some kind of campaigns where we're clear with the public that we are not closed, we are open, we have created different avenues. But walk through a back door and come out on the other side, um, as well as coming up with creative ways, you know, um, What's interesting, I used to run Roberto's Restaurant. We underdid uh, a renovation this time last year. Um, my son is three years old and he goes to daycare down the street. A big crane came to put a new heating system on the roof. We set up a table with donuts and apples and bananas. We invited the entire daycare over and all the kids got to put on a construction hat and watch that crane put that heating system on top of the roof. I mean, I think there are a lot of ways to engage folks and to bring folks in to kind of get excited about what's going on. Instead of this um, idea or outlook that, you know, what are we going to do? I think we could really make a lot of fun out of what might be happening over those few years and really engage folks and be like, wow, like, Northampton is under this really cool transition. Come see what we're doing. This is what's happening. But we're going to have to be creative. And I think, 
you know, a lot of people will come to the table and have a lot of great ideas on what we can do. Downtown Northampton Association Executive Director uh, Jillian Duclos, I, uh, forgive me, it's a remedial question. What is downtown Northampton? How far does it extend? Does it include Pleasant Street businesses and King Street businesses? How far does downtown go? Well, that's such an interesting question, and the DNA actually has been in a strategic planning phase. Um, so we've been working together as a board to define those boundaries for ourselves and, and what that looks like. Um, right now, um, you know, my board has, you know, we're down Pleasant Street, I believe, all the way to the Rotary. It definitely, you know, I think people are calling it Paradise East, but we have 33 Holly that just opened up beautiful space. They gave me a tour. A lot going down there. Um, you know, Main Street, of course. Um, but I do think, How you know... How King Street? Is that downtown? I'm not sure where we landed on that. I don't think too, too far down King Street is something that, you know, as a small organization with one executive director um, has the bandwidth to really move too, too far down King Street. But as we grow and build, I think we really want to work towards expanding what our downtown looks like, especially, you know, where people are walking, what they are doing and what what they really want to see. Um, but we really kind of stuck to what's walkable downtown. And I think that'll expand and grow, you know, as folks push us in that direction. I think, you know, a lot of people would like to be a part of what we're doing and we would like to to do that, but we only have a certain amount of resources and bandwidth and we want to do what we do and do it well. And then as we expand, hopefully, you know, our mission will be able to expand as well. Uh, Jillian Duclos is the executive director of the Downtown Northampton Association. I would like to know from your perspective, particularly as Northampton enters into this new phase of construction for the uh, new downtown, the downtown redesign. Uh, is downtown Northampton mostly dependent for its economic viability on Northampton residents, uh, East Hampton and Amherst and local other local regional residents, or is downtown Northampton significantly dependent on visitors from farther away? You know, that's a really great qu question, Bill, and we talk a lot about that in our um, strategic planning process. For me, as a previous downtown business owner and now running the Downtown Northampton Association, I do think since COVID and coming out of COVID, my sense is that we are relying a lot on our local economy to keep our local businesses going. And I think that there is an opportunity to really um, expand to other areas to talk about what we are doing and bring in those economic dollars from other communities, give people a reason to travel, to come, to stay, and come back. But right now, I do think, you know, the onus is on those people that live here, and that's not something that is going to be sustainable over time. I think we really need to look to expanding how we're talking about Northampton here in our community, but beyond. And in that regard, does the projected opening of the Iron Horse play a significant part in this planning? Does the opening, which I haven't much heard much about recently, about the uh, Calvin as a, as a venue, an entertainment venue, does that play a significant part in the planning? Tell us about that. I definitely think so. And I think, you know, Chris Freeman, who is spearheading the efforts over at the Iron Horse through his work at the Parlor Room, 
sits on the DNA board. Him and I, you know, I think plan on working very closely together to make downtown that that destination for work, for play, for visiting, and for coming to see live local music again. Um, something big that we're we're working on together is I'm also on the Jazz Fest board. We're really working on the Jazz Fest to make September the jazz to make September jazz month. So we're going to hold something every week throughout September. Um, Chris Freeman is looped in at the Iron Horse. Uh, we're working on opportunities to bring jazz to the Iron Horse. I mean, I think we're going to see a lot of partnerships and ability to do really cool things by, you know, uplifting what's organically already happening here on the ground. There's a lot already going on. And how can the DNA, how can Chris over at the parlor room, how can the chamber and the city really help support people who are already moving and shaking on the ground and make sure that they're heard and that people know that when you come to Northampton, there is something for someone every day. I, I, love, I love that about the Jazz Month. I, I guess the question I have is, is it difficult to get businesses who, of course, have to compete for customers' dollars? They're in competition, many of them. They sell similar products sometimes or services. At the same time, you wanted them to collaborate to make a better downtown Northampton. How, how do you walk that line between competition and collaboration? Yeah, I think it's a very fine line, and I think that, um, you know, that definitely exists. But I think that we all know in our heart of hearts that, you know, and Back in COVID, when we reopened Sylvester's for the last time, you know, when we were closed for the shutdown, you know, I talked to Monty about the same thing. But, you know, even back then, nobody was traveling all the way from Connecticut just to come to Sylvester's, right? Like, we need all of us at the table. And actually, even though uh, people are competing to some degree, everybody offers something that's unique. So how can we help uh, business owners be those entrepreneurs and be able to offer and show their uniqueness and actually not look like a downtown that is offering a lot of the same things. We are speaking with Julian Duclo, who is the executive director of the Downtown Northampton Association. Lots more to ask her about, including any new updates on the Calvin. We'll be right back. This is Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz I. You're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg, WHMP. We continue our conversation with Julian Duclos, who is the executive director of the Downtown Northampton Association, now the permanent executive director, having been the interim for some months last year. Uh, I was speaking with Julian. Uh, uh, while we were off air, and she told me that she did not have any news, new news anyway, about the Calvin. And so we wanted to go on to two other topics I think really are important. First, uh, in terms of the calendar in Northampton, we, we just celebrated Winterfest. For those who missed it, tell us what they can see next year and how successful was this this year? It was really awesome. So this year, you know, we've done ice art every year. So this year was the 13th annual ice art festival. 
But in tandem with that, we wanted to do something for families. You know, I have a three-year-old, you know, when parents want to go out downtown, you know, it's really nice to have a place to stop and do something interactive and fun with your family. Uh, So we set up shop in Pulaski Park. We handed out uh, packages of s'mores and had a open um, fire where uh, families were able to roast s'mores. We had a DJ. We had kids singing in the freezing cold singing karaoke. Uh, We had hot chocolate. We had lines out of the park. Um, It was really awesome. It was the coldest day of the year. I didn't think anybody was going to come out, but people were so excited. People were, you know, we did a People's Choice Award where on the map you could uh, choose your favorite. People were really getting into it. It was very interactive. And many people were just thanking us, uh, the DNA and its volunteers, for being out there, for doing something cool, for bringing the community together. And I think that's really what the DNA wants to do with our events. So we're probably going to do four big events throughout the year to be big drivers. You know, we have Winterfest, the Taste of Northampton. I think we're looking at sidewalk sales, but really we've done the same things for years now. I think we're trying to be a little more creative, do something a little different, bring in something else um, for people to look forward to. And I think people are really responding really, really well and positively to that feeling of community. So in terms of things on the Northampton calendar, tell us if you would please about Arts Night Out. Yes. So Arts Night Out, I mean, it is a staple of downtown Northampton. You know, we're trendsetters, and I think we really set that trend before any other community surrounding, you know, really picked up on that. But we do Arts Night Out every second Friday of the month from 5 to 8 p.m. We have um, about 20 businesses that participate, you know, month to month. We have a website, artsnightout.com. artsnightoutnorthampton.live where you can see in real time all the different events going around and it's just a good reason to support artists to support local businesses to come out and do something fun and out of the ordinary so we're back on track with that and we're also looking to expand it so keep a look out for us Julian Duclos is the so look forward to having you back with us uh, in coming weeks Uh, We have much more to talk about, particularly with regard to the Northampton redesign, but also so much more that is happening in downtown Northampton. Julian Duclos, thank you for your time. We really appreciate you being with us. And when we come back, you're not going to believe what we have for the SciTech Cafe. So stay with us. Thank you. Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg coming up right here on WHMP.